I'm Darcy. And I'm Kelly. And thanks for joining us for And, and Another, Another Thing, Thing, where we talk about current events, pop culture, things we love, things we don't, all slathered in gobs of laughter, and all the feels. So grab a drink, sit down, and join us for And, and Another Thing with Darcy and, and Kelly, the podcast. <laughs> Hey thingies, this is Darcy. And this is Kelly. Thank you so much for joining us. Today's episode is called Childless. Childless. Is it a is choice? Is it a choice? Hmm. You know, there's a lot of talk now about women's choice and choice over our bodies. And one of the things that people still have, I feel, is still stigmatized is deciding to be childless by choice. Mm-hmm. Or just being childless, childless at a when you're done by with a your, certain age. Yeah. 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 So obviously Darcy and I both are childless. Mm -hmm. And unmarried. Unmarried. Never married. Never married. So we just wanted to talk a little bit about that, especially since our favorite moron, Marjorie Trader Green, um, tweeted this. Ladies, be a mom any way you can. It's the most challenging, happiest, joyful, craziest, rewarding, fulfilling, exhausting, thrilling, and most fun adventure you will ever have in your entire life. And at last, last, sick, in parentheses, a lifetime. It lasts a lifetime. Mm. Dumbass can't even say last. <laughs> but uh, I digress. That, I'm just going to say, that, I understand she was praising motherhood. Correct. She'd probably had a moment with one of her children that was glorious and delightful for her. They got their first gun. <laughs> probably. <laughs> they shot their first, first cooter outside. I brought home a cooter for dinner. <laughs> but to me, as a childless woman, I was so offended right, by that. Right, like our, our life doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Like, it's, it, I'm, I'm really, and this is, okay, straight, full stop. Let's start at the top of the show saying, mommies, we are not bashing you. We, Absolutely. Not at all. We are 100%. We know that it is the hardest job on the earth and we respect you and love you and, and support you. And it's still so unfair that now in this day and age, a woman is expected to work mm -hmm. the same as her husband mm -hmm. and expected to do all of the most of, I mean, there are marriages that are exceptions, of course, yeah. but it's still expected of the woman to do most of the housework and most of the child rearing. Yeah. And it's not fair. It's not fair. And so we want to say that at the top of the show because we don't want you guys to feel like we're coming for you. That's not the situation. And here. I love, love, love all my friends' kids. I yep. love my nieces and nephews hard, hard to Absolutely. death. Absolutely, yes. So it's not that I don't have love for children. I have mm. a lot of love for children. Yeah, not I love children. Yeah, but you don't love children. Yeah, right. <laughs> Let's also, yeah. love children like Matt Gates loves children. You know what I mean? <laughs> but... We just, as you know, single childless women of a certain age, it's like, now for me, I came to the decision very young that I chose to put my career first and put marriage and children on a back burner. And then it just sort of happened that it just right. never got around to yeah. it, you know? Would you have, if you got married and found the right person, would you want to want to? To, to have kids? Well, I think it depends on when. Like, yeah. when I was 15, I, well, I was the oldest of four children, and when I was 15 living at home, I was the other mother in the house. Yeah. And I couldn't wait to get up on Saturday mornings. I was not one of those teenagers that you had to drag out of bed on a Saturday. I was up by 
7.38 because I didn't want to miss any time with my littlest sister and brother. I just wanted to be with them. And so, and as a, you know, I ended up being a nanny for many years and I just, I love children. I think at 15 in my head, all I wanted in the world was to be a wife and mother. And I think if some, an accident had happened at the time, looking back as a 15 year old, would I have been prepared? Hell no. But at the same time, mentally, I felt like I could have handled it. Right. And I think I would have. But well, then later in Gen life. X, Gen X, I think we were, you know, we were given keys when we were nine years old. We were taking, mm. you know, transportation. Like I would take three buses to, I think we were very different. Gen X was raised mm. very different than Gen Yeah. Z. And that wasn't my experience. My mom was home all the time. Mm-hmm. But I do realize that the majority of our, you know, we're latchkey kids. Yeah. And so our independence level for most of us is a lot higher way higher you know but and there's nothing wrong with that right i mean i just yeah there's nothing but i also realized at quite a young age that there were certain things about me that i didn't want to pass on to my children and i actually just a few weeks ago i had a moment and i don't remember what i was watching but i just i started crying because i was grateful that i never had children wow because I don't know if I was watching something or reading something or what it was, but I just had a moment of great clarity where I was like, I am grateful that I got to be a nanny and I get to be an Aunt Darcy, but that I'm not a mother because I don't know that my children would have had a good mother. I really don't know that. I don't feel like they would have had a good mother, you know? Well, and that's something in my family too, because I'm the youngest of four and my mom admits that, you know, it's like, was trial and error. And then mm. she got to the point, like it's a bone of contention with my siblings. And I totally get it that she was very positive with me and she was not very positive with them mm. because she was a 21 year old, you know, yep. um, she had four kids by the time she was 27, mm-hmm. three in diapers at the same. I mean, she just, and yeah. she's the first one to admit, she's like, I made a lot of mistakes and mm. she, you know, she used to hit us and we could have God, yeah, we had please rest in rest <laughs> in peace mama but we could have called child protective services on mm-hmm. her many times yeah what, especially with the climate it is that it is these days you know she broke my brother's nose one time <gasps> whoa in the car backhanding him in the back seat and oh my goodness <laughs> yeah oh my um, goodness wow so i mean again this is not we're not bashing mothers Right. But we know it's hard, hard, especially if you're a very young mother, you know. Well, and in those days, you don't say to your doctor, I'm under a lot of stress. Can you recommend a therapist? They gave they gave her she was on speed. Yeah. And they used to give her some cigarettes. She smoked with all of us. When she was she used to tell me she quit when I was almost a year old. She quit. I'm born on January 15th. She quit on New Year's Eve before I turned a year old. And she used to say that she would go breastfeed me and chain smoke because it was the only time people would leave her alone and she could just sit and smoke cigarettes oh while she breastfed me. Goodness. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, times have changed. But that said, also, well, how about you? If you had found your person. I always thought that I would be a mother. I yeah. always thought that I would be a wife and a mother. And at one point when I realized I was in, a, in my, my baby making years, I was with the same person for a long time. And it, I realized that it was not going anywhere. He did not want a lifetime commitment. And that was a tough decision to make. I broke up with him and it was still one of the things I regret a lot. Anyway, mm. but I realized like if I ever want to have a kid, 
and I thought about doing it myself. I really did. I thought about doing the whole like sperm donor thing or mm. um, I thought, you know what? I looked at other people's marriages and saw with two parents how hard it was. Mm. I just didn't yeah. feel like it was fair to me to do that. Yeah. And like you said, I feel like now that was definitely the right decision for me because mm. I don't know being in the position I am. Well, you know, they say you can never afford you, you never uh, know you could afford kids. You right. just do. You, you know, you don't wait till you can afford them. Yeah. But right now, in the circumstances I am, I feel it would be terribly selfish of me to have a child right now. You mm. know? Same here. Like, I don't have a cat because I know I can't afford a cat, <laughs> you know? And so it's like, I, I just, I'm just tired of people. Like, I remember having a friend at work at my last cubicle job, and she was deaf, which is actually what? not... And <laughs> never gets old. But we would have to, like, sh we would have a Word document open. We sat next to each other. We'd have a Word document open because I didn't know ASL. And I'd type to her stuff and she'd type back to me. And we'd, you know, that's how we would converse. In the and, days before instant messaging. Yes, I before instant messaging. And she, or even texting, really. And she said, Do you have any kids? And I said, No, I'm not married. And she goes, You don't have to be married to have kids. If you want kids, have kids. And to me, that was like. Yeah. No, you don't have kids till you get married. And these days it's just, it's not a big deal. And especially, but she was also Hispanic. Yeah. And the culture is that if your kid gets knocked up, okay, yay, a new life as a grandchild. Let's all get together and we all raise the child well, together. Yeah, and, it's you interesting know. because I was reading, again, we actually do research for our shows. Yeah. <laughs> Contrary to public opinion. <laughs> so I was looking up, um, I think it was a Pew research study and it was from 2018. So I didn't write down the figures because I figure I, I'm assuming it's it's been skewed since the pandemic and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But white women who are highly educated is the, the highest percentage of non uh, of childless women, mm. the highest percentage. Then Asian women are the next highest. That's um, interesting. And black and Hispanic are the lowest. Hmm. percentage married mm -hmm. or not of here's something I don't get and maybe out there people who have like four or five kids and then they get married to the same person and they've been with them yeah it's kind of weird isn't it it is weird I'm just kind of like at what point do you decide all right I am going to be with this person forever <laughs> after you've had an entire family it's just kind of weird now I'm a person who I don't ever plan to get married because I, I view it as I want the person I'm with to choose me every single day because I often think that this piece of paper has couples, they begin to take each other for granted yeah. and they don't continue to pursue each other. Yeah. And so my feeling is kind of, you know, I, I want somebody to be with me because they really want to be with me, not, not because, because the, the law judge, says yeah. they have to stay yeah. and it'll be a big, huge mess if they try to get away from me. I want, and leave with what you came with. You know what I mean? I don't want somebody saying you don't get part of his stuff or he doesn't get part of my stuff. It's like, you know, I'm just, I'm just, so for reasons, I, I'm not a big fan of, I don't, I'm not an anti-fan of marriage, be, but it doesn't work for to me. To me, especially, I mean, there's a lot of reasons, but to me right now, it would have to be somebody who just freaking knocks me off I mean like literally sweeps me off my feet mm -hmm. for me to say yes that is the person I want to I've been in a lot of long-term relationships I've been mm -hmm. in I think right now obviously because of physical reasons but this is the longest time I've gone without dating my my sister-in-law even said to me she's like are you seeing anyone I can't I can never remember 
the time <laughs> that years have gone by which you haven't had a new boyfriend. And I'm like, no, I'm not at all because... I mean, I talk about this all the time. I can't even get myself into bed. How am I going to mm. get into bed with somebody else? I mean, I just have to figure out. I mm. mean, I like having crushes, but it would have to be somebody really special for me yeah. to say, yeah, you know what? I'm going to get married. Same here. And it happens. I hear people like for the first time get married at 60. You know, I, I don't think that's going to be me. I'm pretty sure that whole business. And if you could see my hands, I'm <laughs> waving it in front of my vahoo <laughs> That whole business is shut down at this point. <laughs> But yeah, I feel the same. It would. Yeah. But it, I'm just tired of even here. It's 2022. And there are still people out there who think there's something wrong with a woman who doesn't have absolutely. children and, at our ages. Well, and I don't know about you, but pretty much every doctor's office, when they call me, they say, Mrs. Goodman. I'm like, <laughs> Miss. Wow. I mean, hi, Mrs. Goodman. It's, you know, Okay, and I don't even correct them anymore. I used to, I don't. Mm. But when you fill out how many pregnancies, you know, how many times have you been pregnant? How many kids? Zero. How many pregnancies? Zero. Zero? Like never? Like even if you had a miscarriage or an abortion? Like, like, no, I, under- I think I, I don't remember that. Yeah. Um, I think there was one time that I, I mean, I had a close call and I may have miscarried. But, and even at that time, my mom said, you know, because I, I told her, and I was in a committed relationship at the time. And she's like, well, it will be up to you. And my parents, you know, we've talked about this. My mom was more liberal than my dad, but they were pretty conservative. And she even said, you know, it'll be your choice and we'll do what we have to do. And if you want to tell him, if you don't want to tell him, but we'll take care of it. And then I either miscarried or just, I was super late. I've never even had a close call. Cause I'll tell you what, I was so paranoid. Me too of what I was so freaked out what would happen to me with the parental units you know because that was a big that was a huge thing in our house you know we grew up I grew up in a pro-life house as I've mentioned before evangelical and marched with mom and you know stuff like that and so being an unmarried mother single mom would bring was such just, a shame to the family yeah and my mom tried so hard to keep us on the straight and narrow that it, it, you know scares you yeah it scared oh, me I, yeah i look back now and i think i know my mother and she loves babies and if it, all it would take for her is to feel one kick and she'd be all madly in love of with course, it of course i look back at that now and i go my mom would not have kicked me out of the house but at the time of course, of course i thought if i don't kick it out of the house it'll be because dad won't let her you know right and i'll bring shame upon my whole family yeah. and the church and i mean synagogue whatever who whatever yeah. the thing is you know what i was going to say is it's Still, like you said, in 2022, it's just assumed that a woman of, I'm 56, it's just assumed, you know, you have kids? No. Mm-hmm. You don't have kids? No. Husband? Yeah. No. No. Are you divorced? That's the next question. Yeah. So have you been divorced? No. And my favorite thing, because I've had three last names in my lifetime, you know, I was born with my biological father's last name, and then my mom married my daddy, and he adopted us legally, and so that changed my last name. And then I changed my last name legally to Monet for, you know, business purposes. That's the name I perform under and that's now legally my name. And so like one of my favorite things to do to people that I'm meeting for the first time is say, you know, it's a conversation icebreaker. I've had three last names and I've never been married. And they look at me and they try to work. I can see their brains just nice. look, working out in their head. And I'm like, never been married, never been divorced, never nothing. So figure that out, you know? But yeah, it's just 
I just get really aggravated when people treat me like there's something wrong with me well, for not having a child. Well, and here's the thing too. We probably could have had children, but mm -hmm. what about the women who have tried so everything? That too. And then people are like, you don't have kids? It's like, well, no, because we put a, a mortgage out, you know, we took a refinance yeah. our house and did 18 rounds of IVF and my body gave out. So no, we don't have, right. you know, I just, that makes me mad so too. So tweets like this, are so insensitive like i'll get over it it's offensive to me because it, because i'm tired of people wondering why i don't have kids knowing that my body could have had them but for women who desperately want to be pregnant and have their own children and then they read a tweet like that is so cruel well it's it just says, any way you can but guess what any way you can average um adoption is ten thousand yeah. dollars and that's if you can't yeah. I mean, Darcy and I wouldn't be able to because there's a weight limit on adoption. Did you know that? What? Okay, I didn't know that. <laughs> what? We're told, too. I mean, you have to be less than 30 years older than the child, I believe. Interesting. And that, well, that kind of makes sense to me. Like, right. if you're 60 years old and, you know, as women in our 50s, we're always like, what was that muscle ache about? That right. never happened before. But then, you know, you want to, you got to be able to keep up with the toddler. And that's number one reason. Well, maybe number two reason the parents irritated the crap out of me. But the number two reason is I was just getting too old to run around after toddlers. Right. You know, it's exhausting. Right. You have to have that kind of energy. But to make somebody who desperately wanted to have their own child and couldn't. Feel like they're less than. Yeah. It's like there's, it, there's nothing wrong with you. And it's, I actually just, that reminded me, I watched a limited series on i think it was on netflix called oh shoot the, oh what it's was called it called oh, shoot? no it was about it was a one it was really wonderful andrew garfield uh that heaven heaven oh he's a mormon cop and this horrible murder happens and it's all wrapped up in the mormon church and what happens oh. to it the, the hand hand of heaven oh my god i can't believe i can't remember what it's called but anyway we'll um, post it on our facebook page yeah what it's called it's a really Garfield, good and i'm mm -hmm. I, I watch the stay sweet and obey and whatever on Netflix. oh yeah it's probably you probably could watch those both you know simultaneously because you watch this yeah you'll watch, watch that, this so i'll check it out and it's wonderful and and uh gil no I lost, his name just flew out of my hair Hodges? oh my god um, wonderful native american actor Oh, yeah, Gil, yeah, I know. But last name starts with B. Shoot. I know exactly who you mean. Anyway, it's very much th this murder is is in Mormon territory and everybody involved is Mormon except for Gil because he's, you know, Native American and he's ensconced in this land that where they think is he he's... The tribal, is he the tribal police or is he... No, he's the... part of the actual oh. police. Oh. But, you know... It, it's a it's a long thing, but okay. So watch that, whatever it's called. Yeah, because it's just it his Andrew Garfield's character's wife. They they have two children, but you find out during the course of the thing that they thought that that they weren't able to have children, and that brought so much shame upon them. Oh, especially from the in church. Mormon. Same thing with yeah. Church. It's like so, a woman's one and only job is to get married and procreate. That's like her one thing same she's supposed thing to in do. Orthodox Judaism. It's like. Yeah. The more kids, the better. You're, you know, you're supposed to replenish the mm -hmm. Jews that got killed in the Holocaust. I mean, literally. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. And, and procreating in evangelical land is very much the same thing. You're supposed to, God has blessed you. God has blessed you. So this poor couple, 
you know, until they end up having their two girls. They don't explain how they ended up having them, but I, I'm sure it wasn't IVF because back in those days, this also takes place like in the 80s. This is actually about taken from a true crime oh, that I happened. Gotta watch, I might watch it's that It's really tonight. good. I I'm might watch sorry, that Sorry, guys, tonight. I wish I could remember what it's called. But something with heaven and a hand in it. Heaven and a hand and a hand and a heaven. Okay, um, you keep talking. I'm going to go She might to look the it phone. up and then we'll tell you what it is. But it just, you know, it, it's like there shouldn't be shame put on somebody or, or a woman made to feel like there's something wrong with her if she can't conceive, you know? Or like, as within The Handmaid's Tale, the wives... Under the banner of under heaven. Under the banner of heaven. There it is. Thank you so much. That was going to make me crazy. But even in The Handmaid's Tale, the whole reason Gilead happens is because women are becoming unable to have children anymore. Right. You know, the birth rate has declined. And these most women, or at least half of the women in the country, are barren. And so they make these women who can still have children have because they're shamed because right. they can't have children. You know, and it's like that's, that's utter ridiculous ridiculousness i you know agree more uh, for <laughs> it's harder to it's like you wonder sometimes how any movies get made it's like all the things that have to go into the creation and the making of a movie to get you in a theater to watch it all the things that have to happen to make that happen it's times 152 to make a pregnancy right. happen right you know and it's like so it's a miracle that anybody gets pregnant really yeah and i mean there's uh, there's no uh, no two ways about it it is a miracle a miracle of life is a miracle absolutely i mean when you think about it like two cells have to batch you know on the mm -hmm. perfect day on the perfect day of your cycle and and then you have to have a vibe i mean so mm. many things go into it that but that's um, also an argument for the uh pro-birth people who are overjoyed with this roe versus wade thing they're like they use that as their argument as to why women shouldn't be allowed to have abortions and it, the, that's it's apples and oranges y'all uh, you know 100 uh, percent. i did i read something this morning while i again researching it just came up <laughs> but in hungary which is they do allow abortions mm -hmm. there's a law now that the mother has to listen to the fetal heartbeat before she agrees to an abortion oh that's twisted isn't that horrible well first of all if you can hear a heartbeat that that's i mean then long. she's past her six weeks yeah you know which is the law in some you know states right now that you can't get an abortion but they make you listen you know. to the heartbeat before you sign the papers for that's pretty sh crap. that is pretty shitty yeah but also understand that just because it has a heartbeat doesn't mean it's alive Nope. It cannot live outside the womb. Correct. It doesn't have all its nerve endings yet. It cannot process thought. It is not a sentient being. So just because it has a heartbeat, you know, that's the thing is like, there's so many, it's so, so many different tiny little things. Well, and, and let me say this. No, do not. Sorry. Yes, I have of to. Course. Okay, go. I'm kidding. I have to. Get it out. Get it out. <laughs> Women who have been raped are not incubators for women who cannot conceive. Yep. Period. Yep. Period. Yep. That is sick and twisted thought process for anybody to think, well, you're so blessed that you were able to conceive while you were raped. I can't have a baby. You should be glad. That is sick. That is it not is, okay. It is so, uh, I, ugh. And then who was it? Some Yahoo said, well, women could shut it off. 
you, if you're <laughs> raped, it's not right. Wasn't didn't somebody say you could just shut it off? You don't get you yeah. get pregnant from an unwanted sex. What? That's mostly when people get pregnant yeah. from unwanted. Yeah, that, there you go. <laughs> Sorry, um, but yeah, it's yeah. It there's so much misinformation about. I don't know. I understand that all makes, these choices are they're not they're easy. personal. They are they they're are personal. So personal and what is it? And they Olympia, shouldn't be governed. Olympia Dukakis, I think may she rest in peace. Said in Moonstruck. What men don't understand about women is a lot. Yes, absolutely. And I, I just don't understand. Now, there's so many questions. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I contradict myself in my thought process about... Oh, I do all the time. You know, women, if a woman's not, ha, hasn't had a child because she can't, then, you know, we shouldn't be beating her up. And then on the other hand, then why? I can understand the dichotomy. Why am I saying, don't be mean to a woman who can't have children, but then I can turn around and say, then we sh but you should also not force a woman who can get pregnant to have a baby. It's like, right. no, I, understand I understand the dichotomy of that, you know, but to me, it all comes down to. It's personal. It's, your, it's personal. It's your business and it's nobody else's business. And here's another thing I just heard the other day too. Whoops. Another thing. Somebody had said on a tick every once in a while, there'll be people live on TikTok and they'll list things that they're talking about and they'll encourage people to come into the live and have a debate with them. And one person had said something about, and I just lost the thought entirely. That happens. Okay, never mind. I can't think about it. We're just going to have to move on. If it comes <laughs> up later, I'll stick it in there. You uh, know. Another beauty of being our age. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes. I had some, I had a thought and then it just flew right away from me. How many times on this show have I said, nope, it's gone. Yep. <laughs> I, um, well, that's the beauty of live podcasting or semi-live podcasting. Right. Thank you for bearing with us. Thank you indeed. Um, any hoozle. So what do you all think? Please, please interact with us. Do you think there's anything wrong with women who choose? Well, here's the thing too. We were like, is it a choice? Some people... Some women are like, I never want children. And they know that from a very young age. And I think also, not only is it stigmatized if you don't have kids by a certain age because, oh, poor thing, she didn't meet her lobster and she didn't have her children. <laughs> you know, but then there's the women who never want to have them in the first place and they're stigmatized for making that choice. Like, what's wrong with you that you don't want to be a mother? It's the greatest job on the planet. Well, it's, you know? it's funny you say that because I have a very good friend who knew, she just knew she had a really crappy childhood and she knew she didn't want kids. Mm -hmm. And she married a man who said he understood. Mm -hmm. They talked about it. Mm -hmm. And guess what? They got a divorce and he remarried and had two kids and he could not be happier. And Did they divorce because he turns out he wanted children? Because that's another point I want to make in a minute. Partially, partially okay. about that. Partially just about that they grew apart, but yes, partially that mm -hmm. maybe she said, uh, I'll give it a thought, but I knew she did not want kids. And mm -hmm. she still to this day, they have a bunch of animals and she's remarried. He's remarried. They're both happy, 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 happy. Mm -hmm. And he is the best, most devoted, amazing father ever. Oh, that's great. I also have, I, I know another couple who divorced specifically because, and again, they talked about it when they got married. 
-hmm. Neither of them wanted kids. And then he started feeling his age and he was mm -hmm. like, yeah, I want kids. And he's, I'm not gonna talk about it or who he is, but he's a pretty famous musician. 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 <laughs> Interesting. And so the thing is- I think is that, that happens more often than not. Cause I think sometimes couples get married really young and they can't imagine themselves being parents. And they're like, I don't want kids. I don't want kids. I don't want kids. But then right. as they get older and they get more adult and they were more responsible and then they're like oh maybe and then but the yeah. other one maybe doesn't want to or at Still. that point i also know a couple amazing couple they both i mean great lives they travel they have and at one point they decided okay you know what we were wrong we do want and she couldn't oh uh, because it was too late at that yeah. point yeah because there's that too it's like i think you know I, I think a lot of the reason that there are so many women in that poll you said that are childless is because women are working and they're creating careers for themselves and they think okay I can wait a little bit and then they wait too long and that's why all these <laughs> that's why there's so many freaking bundles of twins around now because the they IVF, have to yeah. do IVF and then that brings more multiples and stuff like that I know how exhausting twins are from nannying them you know well, but and that's the whole, my mom, may she rest in peace, used to say, you get to a certain age and the nature says, we're done with you. You dry mm. up, yeah, you, you know, mm. you get hot. You're not <laughs> hot in a good way. You get temperature hot. Everything yeah. dries up and it's like, we're done with you. And I mm -hmm. kind of feel like, even though it's horrible that we think like, oh, my, you know, my mom got married at 19 and had, uh, you know, like I said, 21, her first and by 27 four that's the age you're supposed to yeah that's how biology works but yeah we only lived till 60 i mean back in the day <laughs> or 50 True. if you're lucky right, right. so if you had a um, farm and that's that's what your whole life right was. you broke right. your back so till you died. um i don't know i don't know do i think ivf is an amazing thing do i have amazing friends who have kids, uh, cousins from IVF. I have amazing, mm. amazing children. Well, now they're all adults in my life because of IVF, but yeah. Well, that also kind of brings up another question. If you met, cause I also have a friend who, this was years ago when I still lived in Nashville. She had fallen madly in love with a guy who was divorced and already had three, two, two or three children. And they were just crazy in love. Like they were gross. Like, you know, and they were going to get married. He wanted to marry her, but he was absolutely 1000% positive. He was not willing to have any more children. Yeah. She first time marriage, never had children. She's a school teacher to elementary school kids. And I remember being, we drove together to some event or whatever and talking about it. She's like, I just don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I love him so much, but he doesn't want to have kids. And she goes, and I've dreamed since I was a little girl of being a mother and I don't know, blah, blah, blah. And I said to her, I said, well, here's the thing. You have to ask yourself, are you willing to leave who you feel is the love of your life and settle for someone who isn't just so you can have yeah. children? Well, the kicker- She chose, hold that, put a pin in that. She chose to marry him, gave up her dream of having children. Years later, they got divorced. And now she has no children of her own. And so part of me feels really bad about telling her to you know, think about that. But oh, at the same time, see, it's like, and I'm glad you said, put a pin you know? in it. Cause I would say, I'd be happy to be a stepmom, 
Like right yeah. now, if I yeah. were physically able, I would love to meet a man. Mm. And she loved his kids and they loved her. I was just going to say, I would love to meet mm -hmm. a man who already has kids and I could like, you know, be the cool stepmom. And I, of course, would get along with the ex if he got along with her and just like, well, That's hey. the catch. Because to me, I'm like, I don't want to. And for me to find somebody at my age that doesn't already have children would be between slim and nil. But part of me is kind of like, I don't want somebody that's already had kids because Unless he has a great relationship with the ex. Yeah, I agree. If it's or, a or toxic widower, relationship. Or a widower. Then, yeah. yeah, or I don't want anything to do with that. Yeah. You know, not because of the kids, but also because not because I don't like kids, but because I wouldn't want to put any more, be any more well, drama. Well, my mom lets me do this. Well, right. Darcy lets me do this. Well, mm -hmm. yeah, and I've seen that so often with. Yeah. But there's also, and again, there are people who. And she and almost again, said And another thing. thing. I also had a friends this was years and years ago before they had children they were having real difficulty conceiving and they were just so desperate to have their own child and i asked them they uh these are nashville friends who actually had come to visit out and here and there are people who are so against adopting so go ahead i'm sure well, that's, that's the point yeah. is like and they weren't against adopting but they were just so desperate to have their own child that i was just like you guys i said I'm sorry, but from what I'm hearing you say, I said, this doesn't sound healthy to me. Right. This doesn't sound You're mentally so healthy. You're so, it has to be yours. It has to be yours. Like, and there's millions of children out there who are desperate for forever homes and they don't get them because couples have to carry on their be, seed. It has to be my, well, and I wonder how much how many times it's the husband not the wife but we won't even get into that because i don't know well i think there are a lot of women who are just desperate to have the process the cr yeah, experience pregnancy life in their okay and i don't understand that i mean understandably i i'm admitting i don't understand that concept i never felt desperate to be pregnant and experience yeah. that and all the the, the morning sickness and I'm the kicking and, and the bloated pain and have morning and the, sickness every day in my yeah. life do i want to do that on purpose right. no or a husband who who still wants to sleep with me and I can't even roll myself over in bed because I'm, you know, because of this or, watermelon or in me. Or even worse, that they don't want to have anything to do with you right. because you're disgusting. Yeah. And then the once the kid comes, the relationship changes no matter how hard you try to... And so many couples just become so about the kid that they forget about their relationship. Yep. It's like the, none of that appeals to me. Right. And again, I, I know I keep quoting my mom, may she rest in peace, but she always said to every everybody when they had kids don't forget who brought you to the dance yeah agreed. do not forget agreed. who brought you to the dance do mm -hmm. not take date nights get a babysitter don't and that is what our friends candy and seamus do really well they have they are the parents of our twin girls that we interviewed a few weeks ago and we just went to their re, re, vow renewal. renewal, surprise vow renewal. They had the 25th anniversary party and did a surprise renewal. And our dear Kelly here was the officiant. And just that I've, you know, I've known them for the better part of 21 years. And all these years, like they still have their date nights. They still make sure there's time for each other. They, they still just, like they each other. At, they were at my house last night for poker night. <laughs> yeah. And they were just like, I mean, it, it, yeah. Nobody are, makes her laugh like him. Nobody. And back, I mean, both. Yeah. They're but just they are still so best in love buddies. And they have yeah. really spectacular children. Mm -hmm. So, And have given such a great example 
to their girls. Hashtag relationship yep. goals. But they're, I say they're the exception to the rule yeah. most of the time. Yeah. Because they're still like, well, we're, we need to go have a date. We need to make sure we have a date and, you know, and keep yeah. with each other. And yeah. that's, that's hard to do. I'm sure I'm speaking out of turn because I don't know, but I can see with my eyes that that's tough. Yeah. She's got a lot. They've got a lot going on in that house, you know? So I don't know. I just, we keep, you know, we go around in circles here, but I just want to say if you are childless, either by choice or not, yeah. there's nothing wrong with you. Absolutely. And I will say one other thing and another thing. <laughs> Childless people do have a brain. So when you say, oh, you can't possibly know because you don't have kids. Oh, my Lord. Um, and I get told that. Yeah, you don't get less it. Less often. You don't understand. Less often because most of the children around me are older now, adults. So, But I remember, and I studied early childhood development. So it's not mm -hmm. like I don't know. Mm -hmm. I actually went to college for this. Mm -hmm. so. And as the oldest of four and a nanny for years, I know enough. Right. So when you say blah, 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 they shouldn't be doing this at this age or at this end. They're like, well, you don't know. You're, you don't have children. And that is like, <laughs> I, but guess what? We have a brain. Yeah. And I understand that. No, we did not. It did not come out of our birth canal. We did not, you know, pay $10,000 to adopt or whatever. Mm -hmm. I understand that. But childless people have a brain. It's mm. very different story. If you say it's my child, it's my business. I appreciate you staying Absolutely. out of it. Yep. That's a very different thing than you don't know. You don't have kids. Mm. I'm just saying that to childful people who childful. not just, yeah. <laughs> anyway, what do you, what do you folks think? What do you think? Please let us know. I know a lot of you out there have kids. A lot of you. So let us know, please. Are we full of shit and we don't know and you don't know because you don't have kids? And, you know, debate us on this. We'll, we will. Um... Do you think, here's a good question, I think. Do you think every woman, at least in her deepest, darkest place, wishes she had children? You know, the ones who that's say. A, that's great. You know, I wonder about that because we, uh, that's part of our genetic makeup is to right. have children. You know, and so it makes me wonder, are there women out there who really, truly never thought, well, maybe right. at some what point. Right, would it be like, or sees a cute kid mm -hmm. on a commercial and it's like, oh, that's cute. Or, yeah. you know, you joke about like, oh, that baby makes my ovaries hurt. You yeah. know, there are things like that. So, oh, yeah. absolutely. And especially because there's nothing like cradling a baby and, letting, and they're the sleeping smell. on your chest. Oh, my God. Baby it's smell. the best thing ever. The best. And I definitely want to find a hospital. I wish I know there's a couple hospitals in the beach cities where you, you can sign cuddle, up yeah. to go cuddle babies in the NICU and stuff like that. But I don't think there's anywhere around here. I would do that in a heartbeat because it is the best therapy be, in the world. It would be so good for you. And it'll be so good yeah. for the babies. So much. But if anybody has a line on that, please let Darcy know. Or if you have go. a baby that needs cuddling, you yes. can call Aunt Darcy. And if you have pets... <laughs> If you have animals that need cuddling, you could call you Auntie go. Kelly. Um, yeah. My hands shake these days, so I don't want to pick up a baby. Aww. But... <laughs> Aww. Yeah, it's like I, I, I don't I mean, miss I nannying. I definitely want to pick up a baby, but I'm afraid that I will drop the baby. So anyway, um, anyway, we love you all. Please weigh in. Please yeah, chime in. Yeah, let us in. know what you think. We don't hear enough from you. And by the way, we're still accepting. Mm -hmm. um, give us your advice. I mean, we want your advice. You questions? want our advice, Quest. We want to give you advice. Ask us questions. Right? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I stopped all over. No, you. no, no. And then the other one is ask us anything. If you want art, question us. Oh, that's sure, was, yeah. yeah. Okay, sorry. I thought no, that's I was, okay. I read your mind the wrong way. <laughs> Which happens because my mind is often the wrong way. But um, okay, so those two asks, please ask us for your uh, for our advice mm -hmm. and ask us anything. Darcy, what is your biggest fear? Kelly, what you know is your favorite color? Anything doesn't yeah. matter. Uh, we'll do an ask us anything question. Send us, you can either contact us through our Facebook page or you can send us an email at and, and, at, and another thing TV at yahoo.com. Yes. yes, and you can find us all over the internet. And please, mm. if you listen to us regularly, tell your friends. Yes, please share. If you don't like us, keep your pie hole shut. Indeed. Follow us on Facebook, the Twitters, Instagram. Facebook and Instagram. And in the meantime, stay safe, stay sane. And healthy and hopeful. Thank you, thingies. Thanks, guys. <laughs>